Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the CJJC Show. Embrace the controversy. Stay for the bias takes. Here we go again on this long, lonesome road as we get ready to queue up another round of picks here for NFL Week 13. And nothing else says picks like our usual locks, dues, and hold on a second. Somebody's on an insane hot streak. If you haven't figured it out by now, you should you should find out by sitting back and enjoying the show. Thank God my team's out by a week. It's very relaxing. All right, we are back. First picks in a while. First Thursday post-Thanksgiving. Very financially prosperous time for, for some of us here. Um, it's good to see y'all, gentlemen. We've got actually a good Thursday night game by Thursday night game standards, which isn't saying much, but Dallas-Seattle just started. We'll see. How are y'all doing? Well, here we are. Quick turnaround here for us, uh, Colby, but... uh. It's pretty much pretty good here. Just ready to get another week on. Realizing that I don't have my team playing this week is really relieving, honestly. Um, I got to talk it out with a lot of Bears fans. So shout out to all the Bears fans that just so happened to find me and wanted to talk to me about the game. Um, so, yeah, I pretty much got all my all my things out about the Vikings. So I'm feeling pretty good. Let's go, man. I'm I'm feeling freaking fantastic, boys. I have been red hot in betting. Um, I laid my biggest ever single bet I've ever had on Thanksgiving. Um, my originally was Cristiano Ronaldo to score after his kid unfortunately passed away. Um, and he scored, and I laid a good two hundred dollars on that one. So I was really pissed off because my Thanksgiving parlay came down to Jake Ferguson not scoring. It would have hit otherwise, but. I was like, you know what? I'm feeling it. This is probably after a good six, seven Sam Adams sitting there. I'm like, I feel it. I feel it. Someone's due. And who's due? Ring, ring. It was Devo Samuels. And first freaking god dang drive. Boom. Hitch pitch to him into the freaking end zone. Oh, my God, dude. I felt like the biggest man on earth. Uh, $250 to win $793. Like, <laughs> so I'm running hot right now. So I'm hoping for a Jake Ferguson touchdown, especially on this first drive, would be magical. All right. Yeah, there you go. I'm rooting for you, man. Uh, you are cooking. That's good for us. Oh, oh, it's been like he's looking at him. He's looking at him. Oh, more than that. And, and Christian, I would just like to add on to this: Has Jake Ferguson just being due, or just I don't know, onto your onto your uh, ray of vision? I guess you could say. Uh, is it because you got him in a trade in fantasy? No, I've been on him lately because okay. Dallas loves their tight ends, so it's always been just something that I've been on him with. Of he he's, he's he needs to. He said, but he freaking just dropped it. He just dropped it on the first touchdown. Yeah, that's uh that's tough. Um, so we did not have our picks last week. Obviously, we we're off with the holiday all week. Um and we did have the picks from two weeks ago. So we did make picks. This is all off the air, but it feels bad we didn't record. But Christian, as you mentioned, being hot, the do list did cash out. Yeah, to all, to all my listeners that reached out to me to ask me for the Dares Lose list, it did not take a week off. It freaking hit. Who was it anyway? I've already forgotten who it was. I got it right here. It was AJ Brown, Pacheco, and Zay Flowers. Oh, that was that was a all cashed out. Cashed I Pacheco avoided probably going on to the uh, blacklist, right? Oh yeah, Pacheco was like <laughs> right there, like your buddy. You're going on the blacklist if you cannot get a score here. Yeah, so that's great. I was thinking the same thing. Him and AJ Brown, honestly. I've heard those names quite often this AJ season. Brown, no, well, AJ Brown was back at the beginning of the season when he wasn't he didn't get a touchdown for like five weeks, but then he got back on it and he was he was pretty solid. Yeah, no, you you were cooking. So that's phenomenal. And also, just so people know, even though we didn't pick these on the podcast, they know we're not lying because uh with the locks, Jalen and I picked and we did not pick very well. 
Um, Terrible. Was above 500 on the locks, but we're still going to tell you anyway. So I said my locks. Christian, you went two and one. You picked the trio of our teams. You had (laughs) Ravens, Steelers, Vikings, all as favorites, and only uh, Jalen's team let you down. Uh, So they they were two and one. Uh, Jalen and I both went one and two. I picked the Cardinals plus two and a half for some stupid reason. I don't really know why. So that was bad. I knew that, that was, was really bad. I knew that like 10 minutes into the game that that was wrong. Um, I had the Saints, which I don't feel bad about missing that one. But, you know, it was an NFC South. The Broncos did hit, obviously. Jalen, you had the Eagles. Uh, oh, look at them. <laughs> miraculously covered. To uh, in that overtime game over the Bills to keep you from going 0-3. The Bucks and the Texans did not quite come through for you. Um, so on the year, that brings us to I'm Jalen, you're still in last. 15, 19, and 1, but you can easily get to 500 if you get hot. Christian, catching up still in second. You are 19 and 14. And I am still in first because of those three pushes that, uh, that I've had. I'm 22, 11, and 3. So it's, 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 we're doing pretty well, I would say. Not horrible. Definitely picking better than some. No, no, no. Yeah. Christian's out here uh, cheering for his money here. But uh, I'm telling you, folks, it's been a rough patch just all around, it seems like. But it does look like that pretty bleak in my locks. But remember, overall, as an overall picker and overall just statement, upset. Nothing, you know, especially upsets. I'm pretty, I'm pretty on a good streak. So uh, give me, give me my. Don't forget that part, folks. Don't forget that. Colby has infamously muted himself again. I'm so bad at that. I'm the worst. <laughs> you have been right about those. I'll give you that. You've cashed out on some of those. Um, so before we started recording, Christian and we were talking. This is not a pretty slate, folks. I mean, you might have some problems if, if you're I still disagree attention to some of these games. Um, but we'll get through it nonetheless. Okay. So there's a lot of teams at this point that are pretty dead. And one of those games is the uh, first one on the slate. Chargers in New England. The Chargers are five and a half point favorites on the road. But every game's a road game when you're the Chargers, so how much does that even matter? I mean, this is disgusting. But the Patriots seem like they're in full tank mode. It's Bailey Zappi. The Chargers have to win eventually for Justin Herbert to at least have some pride. So I would begrudgingly take the Chargers, but I wouldn't touch this game with a 10-foot pole. Yeah, so the fact that this is five and a half, it makes you really question what to do with your uh, – if you were to put money on this game, what to do with your money. Um for me, though, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going with the Chargers again here. Um, no shame, no game in this one. I kind of like, even though it's an odd spread, I mean, I feel like we know what the Patriots are doing, potentially. I mean, it's zappy hour out in New England now. So I'm going to go with the Chargers and everything. I don't think the, the change at quarterback is going to change much for what's going on at for the Patriots. I'd agree with that. It's like the the Chargers have to win here, right? Like you simply, but like this is like a typical Chargers game to lose. Every and, every game, yeah. But you could say that about literally any game. Is the funny as long thing. as it's not close in the fourth quarter. I I, I've say. said that probably so many times on this podcast. <laughs> you could say, <laughs> we could probably hold a confirmation list of us <laughs> saying <laughs> it's the same story, dude. And the thing is, is that. They, I saw a statistic and then they brought up Anthony Lynn and then uh, Staley's statistics and it's literally the exact same. They have not moved anything different with the new head coach hiring and if they're looking at the next head coach, I mean, I just don't see Jim Harbaugh's system working with a Herbert type of persona. I'm not sure if that's just me, but I just don't, I just don't see that working. Um, but I don't know who would be you could probably go Ben Johnson, I would probably say, because I mean Staley, there's no shot Staley survives this. But like this game itself, and then you have the Patriots who are tanking like to perfection. Like you can't tank better than what you did last week against the Tam Tommy DeVito led Giants. Like good to, well, pat on the back for you guys, but is Belichick gonna survive the season too as well? This is 
This is disgusting. But give me the Chargers minus five and a half. Oh, red flag, squad pick. Squad ride. Wow. But, you know, if you're picking the Chargers in any scenario, you already have to just have baked in the 30 Chargers. So you're willing to risk the squad pick, too, I'd say. Um, Yeah. I the only thing I disagree I disagree with you about Jim Harbaugh though he uh, to me he should be every team's first call I think still I think people forget because it's been so long how good of a coach he was and I think his system he kind of can adjust to what his team needs him to do it's just like a power running scheme but they were cooking with Alex Smith so like it's not like it would be like Kaepernick years specifically. I don't know. I I really like Harbaugh a lot, man. I think every team with, especially with all the stuff he's going through with the NCAA, he's definitely he's definitely gonna be back. Someone someone should grab. I would that would be my first call. Any of the teams. I think he's gonna go to the Bears. I could see that. Yeah, sure. Lambda. I've been hearing a lot of calls about the Bears and Harbaugh talks. It kind of reminds. It almost reminds me of. Jalen, like when we were talking about Doug Peterson, when he was on the market, we're like, how has no one hired Doug Peterson yet? Like, why is he out there on the market? Like, didn't this guy just win the Super Bowl? Like, this feels like a slam dunk. We'll see. Though. I could be wrong. Well, did you feel the same way about Mike McCarthy? No, absolutely not. I mean, he was a Super Bowl champion that was just sitting on the market for a year. He had some real ugly things after he won that Super Bowl championship, though. That made me question uh, him. Harbaugh never had really any uglies in the NFL. And Doug Peterson just had that one year. Other than that, he's been terrific. Anyways. Harbaugh has always come with a lot of controversy, if you haven't noticed. Whether it's uh, himself, whether it's himself or his players. Let's, uh, Let's not forget, he was the coach of that Kaepernick team. No, he wasn't. Not by then. He was already back in Michigan by then. Oh. He, he, I don't think he's, it's been like 10 years since he was in the NFL. It's been a while. Almost. Wait, wait, what was the argument again? Hold up. When was, was a Harbaugh coach of the Kaepernick era? Yeah, because with a Super Bowl. But you're talking Thank about, like, you. no, you're talking about, what... talking about when he was like kneeling, oh. right? Because you said controversy. Is that what you meant? Yeah, but that's still the same era. He wasn't the coach when he was kneeling. He was when they made the Super Bowl. It was I'm pretty sure it was Chip Kelly when uh, he was was the coach when that all happened. Was Chip Kelly really the coach of the 49ers? Yeah, I thought he was only the coach of the disaster. Eagles. Oh yeah. Well, we don't have to go anymore down. But yeah, it was brief and it was I not forgot of, that's like a very distant memory. <laughs> Damn, good shit to you, Colby. Good shit to you. I, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. That's uh, I was about to say the fact that you brought up I'm Chip sad. Kelly as a 49ers coach. I had me be. I didn't even know he was one. <laughs> Not that. Brief. Yeah, man. Okay, we gotta get this what? show back on the road. <laughs> Sorry about that. I mean, we already are on the road. We got the squad ride. Already drew the car next to the game and everything. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna let do you guys. Do we think Seattle's gonna cover this line? I, I hate to interrupt, Colby, but do we think Seattle's gonna cover the line of twelve and a half? Twelve? I saw like eight and a half. That's what it was right after kickoff. Like that's how low my. I mean, that's how far behind my stream is. So uh, it was opening. It was uh, old final. It was nine and a half. Nine and a half. All right. Let's. There we go. That's eight, more reason. I don't Here know. we that's go. Good. That's a pretty big number. They're desperate. If they lose this game. They're pretty screwed. Oh, DK Metcalf. And of course, it's against Chan right now. <laughs> They're desperate. That's so funny. Um, okay. Next game, my team. I'm going to let you guys pick first, but I'm just going to say one thing. Cardinals at Steelers. Steelers are five and a half point favorites. And you just take into account when you're thinking about this. Kenny Pickett, he now knows about the middle of the field. He now knows that you're allowed to use that, that you can actually can throw it there now that he got a change in uh, his teaching. So just remember that, whoever wants to go first. Rishkin, do you want to cover for your AFC North uh, companion here? Um, I'll let you go first as well. Uh, Okay, okay. Here we go. 
Colby, we talked about it very briefly and everything on Saturday. I mean, not Saturday, but Tuesday. Um, for me, though, is the com- reemergence of Pat Fireman. I mean, we completely forgot that he's going to be a key asset to you throwing back to the middle of the field. Maybe Kenny Pickett just blocked his mind and everything until he came back. Who knows? But, the last two games, though, before this game. Hey, 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 hey. Sometimes memory is a tricky thing. Okay, Colby? Memory is a tricky thing. Sometimes he just looks the same thing, and sometimes he doesn't. He might have thought it was Heath Miller, and he was like, no, that's a ghost, and just kept moving on. All right? So we're going to go ahead. I'm going to keep going on, though, about the Steelers. I think it's going to be a pivotal game for them, obviously. Five and a half points. This game's probably going to be all about their offense as usual. Everyone's going to be questioning that. Can they do what they did last week? You talked about it yourself. They have to put up the points to get their get their rep back, essentially. My question here, though, is can the Steelers beat themselves once again? As in, do we know of the classic Steelers trope against bad football teams? Games where the Steelers are favored in everything, especially heavily favored, like five and a half. I mean, it's a big line. So I'm going to go over here. I'm taking too long. So I'm going to go with the Cardinals plus five and a a half and everything to keep this game close. Kyler's going to fight and keep this game interesting. And I think the Steelers are going to live up to brand. Will they lose this game? Probably not, but I feel like it's going to be closer than comfort. Wow. Well, I mean, I'm not totally convinced that, you know, Matt Cannon was the complete problem because even though the Steelers get 400 yards plus in the first game itself, they did still look flat. They were looking flat, especially in the first half itself. I mean, yeah, they were throwing more down the middle itself, but not really anything appealing itself. I saw the same kind of Steelers-wise, but that might be just my bias. And this is Steelers against a bad team. And this is this is where the Steelers get caught every single time. And it's not something we're going to overlook again. Give me the Cardinals plus five and a half. <laughs> well, this makes me feel a lot better. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, you guys actually all both made some very fair points here. And I'm not going to lie to you. I am definitely sweating this uh, Cardinals Patriots stretch the Steelers have these next two games more than I should be because of their reputation. As you've said, we've seen it so many different times with so many different variations of the team. And <laughs> they still just have trouble in these games. Um, and I also agree with you, Christian. Matt Cannon is definitely not the only problem. That is definitely true. There are still absolutely some problems. But he was also definitely the biggest problem, I think. Um, but, yeah, there's, he's not the only problem. Pickett obviously has to be much better. I mean, obviously, I, I personally didn't think Matt Cannon was a problem. I, I, yeah, I personally sure. did. I'm sure you did. <laughs> the jet sweep community was in mourning, for sure. All this jet sweep. People only want to run jet sweep plays. But, anyways. Um, However, having said all that, and partially also because you're both on the Cardinals, makes me feel better. I'll take the Steelers. This is a bigger line than I like. They obviously, Steelers should never be favored by too much because they're disastrous as big favorites. But they're better. And ultimately, the biggest thing, I just feel like they're going to be able, Kenny Pickett, whatever, they're just going to be able to run the ball against Arizona because Arizona's just bad. So I think they'll probably just run for a lot of yards and muscle them on defense. They can win this game. So give me the Steelers minus five and a half. Okay. On. Well, to- hang on now. Hang on. Response? Okay. Give me sorry. a second. The reaction. Oh, we, just, we went down a question. rabbit hole earlier. I was going to say, I'm sitting here in the background listening to Christian <laughs> and you talk. <clears throat> Look, uh, I understand that you're taking your Steelers five and a half and everything and all that jazz. I'd love Do you have any questions, though? That you guys take this thing off completely, though. Like your defense, TJ Watt, you know, you got all these guys on defense. Is this the game where you guys think that maybe they break the reputation? That's why I'm I'm here for it. I want to I want to see your question. They I want to question some theories. No, they should. And also their roster is much better. That's the biggest thing. They have just so much more talent overall than the Cardinals. They should win. 
Having said that, they'll probably they might curse him. But the other thing I was gonna say that makes me feel better: the last time they played against Kyler Murray, they did beat him with Duck Hodges at quarterback. So I think they can win this one. Of course, Duck Hodges. Ones I haven't heard. Um. Okay. Hey, this is a different name, man. You never know. You never know. That I heard Kyler's hard to catch sometimes. He is hard. He's fast. He's very, very fast. Okay. Oh, this game's going to have a lot of scoring, isn't it? Stunningly. I hope so. It's actually, this is yeah, really you know, the gonna regular Thursday night. I just game. finally saw the PI. So I'm th- and I just saw the DPI. So I'm just, well, much yeah, this game's about to get wild. All right. Stunningly, if who if you'd have told us this months ago, we'd have said you were crazy. Best game of the early slate, easily. Broncos at Texans, both six and five. Basically, whoever wins will have for the moment like that seventh playoff spot in the AFC. Um, I guess actually the Colts, but we'll see what they do. But this is a must win for both teams. Texans, three and a half point favorites at home. Denver's red hot, but I love Houston here. CJ Stroud's just unbelievable. He's not, he's going to get some of these games. I think he gets this one. He's just going to make some terrific plays. I probably think it'll be close three and a half more than I'd like, but I do trust, I trust CJ Stroud more in this spot. So give me Houston. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. <clears throat> this was the same argument just... I guess we had on Tuesday. <laughs> Yes, we. So, Christian, I want you to go. I actually, I'm going to say my speech, and then I guess Christian should go last here. Um, I am going to be taking the Broncos because on our Tuesday episode, I did say on power rankings that I would have the Broncos over the Texans, just because of the sheer fact, and I hate his fucking face. But yes, it is because of Sean Payton and Russell Wilson. That combo is very veteran. It is just it just has experience. It's the one thing they're literally lacking on the Texan side of things is experience. I mean, they fucking pulled this shit together here for Denver out these last five weeks. Who says they can't do it for another one? So give me the Broncos uh, at least a cover. For, I mean, shoot, plus three and a half. I hate to say it. It guts me to death, but guts uh, to death. Christian, I, I, it disgusts me. Don't get me wrong. If you hear that Tuesday, that Tuesday episode, it, it is out, folks. Don't worry, I'm on it. Um, and I was, I was disgusted. I was disgusted with myself. Don't worry. <laughs> so, give me the Broncos here on this one, though. The stand by my take. Or Christian, you get to settle the argument. A little disgusting. A little, a little disgusting here. All right. <laughs> Wait till you see the right. other games. I'm I'm not ready to jump on this this Broncos hype train that's been going around here. Okay, we're still yeah, talking about train that I'm on. We're still talking about Russell Wilson. He's gonna come back. He's gonna show off his cooking mama cooking skills here. Give me the Texans. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna buy. I'm not putting any stock into the Broncos. I refuse to do so. Um, my take. I'm just gonna have to keep riding it. Like I mean, I'm I'm full full steam ahead with it. You know, it's gonna flame out. That's what my hope is, just for the take to go off. But the Buffalo take has been really the the takey of the year so far. Um, but yeah, give me give me the Texans. It's at home at Texas at Houston, so that's what makes me feel a little bit more comfortable. I'm with that. I like it. All right, next game, decent, not really, but decent. Lions at Saints. The Lions are four-and-a-half-point favorites in New Orleans coming off their Thanksgiving debacle. First time in years they've been good on Thanksgiving, and the Packers still cook them. So that wasn't great for the Lions. Um, this is a weird game. Uh, one of y'all want to go first? Oh, oh, tossing this up to the other guys. I got to stop going first. It's not personal to you at all. You're tossing it. Okay. Uh, it's the NFC. I'll take this one. Um, I'm sitting here. I've been thinking about it pretty heavily. Uh, am I correct? Is the um the Saints are underdogs, correct? Yeah, plus four okay. and a half. Plus four and a half, not minus. Okay, I wrote that wrong. All right, Whew. I was concerned for a second. Um, yeah, give me the Lions here, Colby. We talked about the Saints, and when we were discussing the the disgusting, discussing the disgusting NFC style. Good luck trying to say that five times, folks. Um. We were trying to talk about the NFC South and the Saints, and uh, we just said one thing we both agreed on. They have a good defense. Not very good. 
good defense. Um, that might give them a chance, but at the end of the day, it's Derek Carr, and I'll stick to that at all times. It's been a complete car crash since he's been there. I mean, I, I wasn't a believer. I've been telling you from day one, it was not a good idea. So, yeah, yeah give me the Lions and a bounce-back victory and all the points that come with it. Yeah, give me give me lines and a bounce back. I'm not I'm not laying a single finger on the Saints. <laughs> not even a bit. I don't care if Jameis Winston comes in. I'm not touching the Saints. That is that's a firestorm. Like, and the thing is, we talked about it. Who is Dennis Allen? Who what is Dennis Allen? How is Dennis Allen? <laughs> not a good not good. Can anyone picture what he looks like? He's a guy. You know that guy from uh I know you're a Star Wars guy. So you know like um like one of Darth Vader's minions, like one of the generals do with a hat and everything, and he's like in charge of the death beam or something like that. That's what he reminds me of. He's one of those lame dudes, like one of the commanders from Star Wars. Probably right. I will see. <laughs> That's phenomenal. I mean, just I don't know how accurate that even is, but it sounds accurate to me. That's that's hilarious. Jalen, with that ready to go, terrific. Great call. Thank you. Thank you. That's funny. I'll be brief. <sighs> I already wrote it down for a squad ride. Yeah, I'm obviously on the Lions bounce back. They have extra prep time on top of everything else. And the Saints, it's just a mess. So that's all I need to say. The Lions minus four and a half. Make it two squad rides. All right, now it gets worse. Colts at the Titans, sloppy. Titans one and a half point underdogs at home to Minshew and the six and five somehow playoff potential Colts. Jonathan Taylor out. Um, you guys can just go first, but just know that I'm. You already know who I'm picking here. All right, well, I think you guys know where I'm going on this one as well. So, I think we all should know who the tiebreaker might be going on this, because I think, actually, this might be a very biased game, folks. Here we go. This might be one of our most biased games here. Here we go. I got the Colts on this one. It's Minshew Mania. Come on, everybody. I gave them a shout-out on my power rankings. I, they could have been a top-10 team. I mean, they weren't, but they are. They were mentioned. They were an honorable mention by that matter. Minshew Mania, and just to throw a little spice on there for you guys, knowing how you guys love to keep track of my gross QB tracker and all that, I have Minshew playing on the New York Giants in Madden football right now, and I'm I, I think this is gonna I think I might get him to a Super Bowl here soon. Not that I lost the Super Bowl last year with him, so it's a it's gonna be a cruel a cruel path back, but. Here we go. I'm I'm right there. I'm right there. I feel it. Okay. Just wanted you all to know. So yeah, I'm feeling the Colts. Zach Moss, everyone. I'm not touching the Titans. Who, who who do you think I am? I'm not touching that. <laughs> so not. I think we saw that for a mile away. I'm not and Colts one and a half. That's it. Give me Colts alt spread. Minus five and a half, six and a half, seven, Ooh. eight and a half. Nine and a half. Give it to me all. Feed me the Colts here. I'm not touching the Titans. <laughs> I don't take any old spread. Let's go. This is the lock of the week now. The Titans plus. Oh one. no! My God, you're every single party. time this is happening. He's on fire, folks. Go on the turn. I can see it with these Titans games. I see the Titans. I have the perfect feel for this year's Titans. There, this is a Titans game. They're at home. Rabel's pride, Will Levis trying to show off what he's got. Look, I'm just also not a believer in this Colts team. I still think they're pretty fraudulent, and they're going to get some trip-ups here. Just slam the Titans, and the fact that you two are both against the Titans once again. Love this pick. Give me that all day. Titans plus one and a half at home. Easy. A deep dive might have to go into our Titans research here soon about our game, our picks on these games for the Titans. That's what's needed here. But Colby, you are on one. I am excited to see what is going to be said on Sunday Night Football. Oh, well, we'll get to it. Okay. Um. All right, we got, what, about six minutes here? We'll do one more game on this. All right. We'll this finish this one by then. This one's gross. Falcons at Jets. I mean, Desmond Ritter, Tim Boyle. This is, this is, this is hard stuff, folks. 
I guess give me the Falcons. I think um, they're they have more talent. The Jets have Tim Boyle. I don't know if they're going to win any games with Tim Boyle. He's pretty awful. He's one of the most atrocious quarterbacks I've ever seen. So, um, give give me the Falcons, I guess. Oh, Colby, Colby, Colby. You got to get a feel for some of these things. And one of these things is you got to get a feel for this thing called Aaron Aaron Rodgers vibe. As a guy that's in the NFC North and dealt with this vibe for a very long time, you get a sense of when the team might be trying to rally. This is going to be a Listen, listen. He's not playing yet, but he is practicing. Him being on that practice field throwing the football, he's going to get that. He's going to get the guys revved up. Tim Boyle, or maybe they do a complete switcheroo on some people on some poor fantasy owners that have to start Tim Boyle. Then he's going to completely fuck them even more. And they're going to go ahead and start whoever goes out there at quarterback. Doesn't matter. I think the Jets are going to win this game just because it's defense. They both, this game's going to be so hard to watch. And just saying that just makes me believe the Jets will cover at least one and a half. Uh, I know it's going to be close, so. <laughs> Give me the Jets. I, I just like their defense more to stop Desmond Ritter. They'll probably get like – maybe they'll do more scoring than both sides of the offenses here. To, to build off that briefly, you're, the over-under is 34. <laughs> oh, that is disgusting. Uh, won't be long with this. I guess give me the Falcons scoring in the <laughs> This one is good. This one's going to be one we forget it's on red zone. Like, it's going to pop up. Just like how it was this past week with the Patriots and Giants. I had I I had no clue that game was going on. I thought that game was a 4 o'clock game, but until they showed the Mac Jones, like, a second pick where he just threw it right at the linebacker, that was when I was like, oh, wow, this game's actually going on. Yeah. <laughs> give me the Falcons minus one half. All right. Or they'll show the occasion, occasional screen. I, I should have been nicer to you right there because I'm glad we're not doing a squad ride on the Falcons and the Chargers. So props to you. Um, I, I do appreciate that, my good sir. Okay. So I got to tell you, it doesn't get very much prettier even after that game. Dolphins at Commanders, the seemingly all of a sudden just completely dead Commanders. Uh, Miami's a nine and a half point favorite in Washington. That is a big number, but I mean, I'm probably going to take Miami here. Washington, Rivera will probably be fired soon. Um, it just looks like an utter disaster. It's starting to go off the rails after they had some really nice frisky moments early. Um, and I think Miami just rolls these kind of teams, so they'll roll them. Yeah, last too much. Uh, the commanders are not a team above 500. So I'm going to go with my boy, Mike McDaniels, take care of business. They're probably going to have a very emotional game, too. I've seen that hard knocks moment and everything about Jalen Phillips. That shit was wild and everything. So I'm honestly rooting for the Dolphins here. Give us some good content on hard knocks as well. But not to mention that they have a pretty sound defense, even without the guy. They're going to probably pick. I want to see Jalen Ramsey do some crazy shit like he did a couple weeks ago. So give me the Dolphins as well. Dolphins beat bad teams. Dolphins minus nine and a half. All right. Vroom, vroom. That's another squad ride. The squad rides, you know what? A lot of times they're big favorites, and it makes sense. All favorites so far. Dolphins minus nine and a half. Okay. Next game, even worse. NFC South just doing what it does. Panthers at Bucks. Bucks are five and a half point favorites in Tampa Bay. Of course, the Panthers are like one of the worst teams, honestly, that, have, that we've seen in years. They are an X level bad. It's wild. Um, Frank Reich obviously out, didn't even make it a full year. That's tough, buddy. Um, they're a disaster. Give me the Bucks here. Baker's got to Baker's got to stay alive and keep this division at least somewhat having some shred of intrigue. So give me the Bucks here. They roll. So I'm going to be right there with you, Colby, because normally I'd be like, oh, what does the trend usually say? You know, every time a coach is fired, they win the game, that type of deal. 
I don't think that's going to happen here in the Panthers game. I don't trust Todd Bowles that much on the Bucks side of things, but I also just don't like what's going on, what happened with Pitt Carolina. It's just so much of a mess to untangle. <clears throat> Excuse me, untangle in everything. So I'm just going to go ahead. I'm going to take the Bucks. something that I know, something that I know is going to work. It's going to be Baker and throwing to Mike Evans and Chris Godwin many times that's what he's pro that's what we've seen and that's what we've called at the beginning of the year we've said it so and it's happened so i'm gonna stick with that yeah i'm not touching panthers bucks minus <laughs> five half that panthers team is so bad Sorry. like it is really like thing is how did this team beat the texans Five weeks, man. They're crazy. They had to. They would be like, we we made the right decision. We beat CJ Stroud. See? <laughs> and that Panthers if they would actually probably not. Their team is awful. But they'd be a lot better if they had CJ Stroud. No saying like I know. Was, was Frank Wright that wanted CJ Stroud? That's that's, that's never been I think, officially confirmed, but yeah, the buzz is everyone says that he, they wanted to pick Stroud and the owner wanted Bryce Young. Yeah, Tepper might might have to be the worst owner to play under, dude. That guy has the shortest views and has no idea how to run a team. The dude needs yeah. to he needs to oh, fast someone. power slipped from him. Like it went from Dan Snyder and it went straight to this guy David Tepper. All of this, yeah. like everyone's now not not really a fan of this guy David he's, Tepper. He's, well, he's not he's like doing bad like, things. He's just a bad owner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's now known as the worst owner because he simply just can't run the team. He needs to hire someone to run the team, not himself call the shots. So this is this is all. Who and the thing is, they don't even have a first round pick next year. They're in a complete like just demolition. They're probably going to lose Brian Burns. Why would you want to re-sign back? What, how is this shop going to be even the slightest bit of desirable? They're going to want to get hired Ben Johnson, dude. Yeah, I bet you wouldn't gonna... meet with him. I wouldn't. You can you can want Ben Johnson, but Ben Johnson, you. Yeah. <laughs> so, he said I wouldn't even meet with him. I don't know. This team's a mess. Give me the Bucks minus five and a half. All right, I feel good about all of these squad rides except the Chargers one because they're the Chargers. But I think <laughs> I think we'll be good. All right, now the game of the weekend, easily one of the best games all year. Niners Eagles in Philly. Niners, surprisingly, a two-and-a-half-point favorite, or maybe not surprisingly, depending on how you feel about the Niners. This one's tough, man. This line is so fishy, which just makes me very suspicious in general that maybe it's going to be the Niners' revenge game, but I don't know. I kind of think the Eagles are going to win. I like Philly plus two-and-a-half here. This is this going to mean a lot to both teams. I think they can actually get some pressure on Brock and make his life tough, even though he might carve up their back end. And they'll be able to still score. So I'll take the Eagles just because they're getting the points, but it's a weird line. Oh, Colby, 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 Colby. Uh, he would take the bait. Um, what happened? What happened? That's all I can ask. What happened? What do you mean? What happened between you and your guy Brock? Nothing happened. The Eagles are the best team in the league. And the best record. I mean, fireworks were being set off in the backyard oh, in October. The there was this whole Brocktober, is what I was told. What happened? I, I even gave you this fun game I even told you that they were coming back from a training arc. And you, you still try to run away with the uh, Eagles on this one. I thought I, I, I think I gave you enough to, getting to fix close. your love hate relationship. As I, best as I can. It's nothing gets. What did I say? Folks, one bad sorry. thing about Brock Purdy and all of that. I did not. Sorry, guys. I, I'm sorry, Flashback. guys. I, my Dr. Phil degree did not work on Colby. I'm sorry. It, it is. It failed me once again. Um, look, I, I'm going with the. I'm going to go with the 49ers here, because it seems like Colby just wants another dynasty in the NFL. How the Eagles are just happy that it's in another conference. What do you mean? All right. All right, it seems like Colby just wants it to be the same boring old thing in the NFC, but not here. I hate both these teams, folks. I'm just I'm going to take the, the lesser of the evils at the moment. I'm going to take the 49ers. So take them apples, Colby. 
I just, I was in no way of trying to predict the future or do anything based on what I want to happen for the league. I was simply making a pick. But thank you for, for jumping to that mount, Christian, who <laughs> split the tie. God, children. That's how impactful this game is. You don't understand. The game, game, the NFC game of the year has everyone freaking razzled up right now. God. <laughs> I mean, it's the year where I'm in last place in fantasy. Sorry. <laughs> Oh my god. Um so oof. See, part of me part of me is like home dogs. Like this is this is like, you know, what are we talking about? This is the Eagles number one seed in the NFC. But then it's the part of the gambling side of me. Vegas knows something. There's no like I I just couldn't find it really hard to imagine that this line is set like this for no apparent reason. I understand. A lot of this, the Eagles, the Eagles. I don't think Eagles fans can probably agree with me with this. Why is Brian Johnson getting head coaching talks? Brian Johnson as an OC, I don't think is literally good at all. I like. I think Eagles fans can agree with me. They they look like flat at so many points, and then they out of nowhere like spark. Like, yeah, but like that's just it's not consistent enough and i think eagles fans can agree like brian johnson shane stankin is very much missed in the system brian johnson does not bring up that same flair so i i don't understand that the head coaching like starvaganza of trying to get brian johnson a job um so uh give me giving i'm, I'm right in vegas give me game of niners minus two and a half they know something there's i just yeah I'm not saying it, but this one's gonna be a good one. This one's gonna be a good one to watch. Very fair point. That yeah, that's me must see TV. Slate everybody, never never. This is gonna be a very gross slate. Well, overall, have you have you been super excited about the rest of these that we've picked? What do you? I mean, mean, look, you got Cardinals and Steelers. You got Broncos, Texans. Broncos, Texans, also good. I, I hang on. I have the game behind me. It's I seven to ten. They missed the field goal. Nice one, Seattle. We have to go back and do that. They're, they're, it's fine. This game's last of the four so, games. So does this mean that the Eagles are just officially Colby's NFC favorite team now? They're not my no favorite. No longer the 49ers. I can finally I can finally no longer say Colby's 49ers, right? I don't have any stake in that. I'm just telling you who I'm projecting who I think is the best team. It's, it's right. Colby's equals. Gotcha. I don't I just don't agree to that. But whatever. <laughs> Browns Rams. Rams three and a half point favorites. PJ Walker. Or no, isn't it Flacco? Isn't there Flacco. it might be Flacco? It is Flacco. He just picked he has points on fantasy. It is Flacco. I mean, it's hilarious. Okay. Um I've been a pick Flacco and the Browns. How are they getting three and a half? Dude, their defense is gonna overwhelm the Rams offensive line. The Rams are not going to be able to block them. So even though the Rams have a better quarterback and better skill talent outside, Joe Flacco is not gonna have to do very much at all to get this win, I don't think, and to at least cover the three and a half. Um, obviously it's the Rams this is always not really a home game, whatever. Um, I don't know how many Cleveland fans there will be there, but give me the Browns plus three and a half of Flacco. Just when you think he's gone, he's back again. Dude gets work. Oh, Christian, I can't wait to see what you have to say on this one. Um, I'm <laughs> going to go ahead. I'm going to go with the Rams on this one. It's going to break my heart, but I'm going with the Rams. I, I don't, I'm not looking forward to seeing him in orange, but he is going to be doing what he has to do. But there's another guy out there that's also known for just throwing in as much as he can. And last week, Christian, you were a pure recipient. This is why I wanted to know what your thoughts are on this game because you, my friend, have Kyron Williams. You are the one that has uh, a hard stake in this game right now. I think this is another Kyron Williams game where Matthew Stafford's just like, oh, shit. <laughs> just throws it a quick dump off, quick screen to him again, or just dump it off to Nikula or Cup. Look, I know the Browns' defense is solid, but last week they obviously – things are just not going their way. They let up the most yards they have ever in the season against the Broncos. 
I mean, can you say that McVay won't find a way just like the Broncos did? Come on. This is, this is prime time. This is a perfect McVay game. Give me the Rams minus three and a half. Where do I start? Um, From the top. Never thought you'd see this I'll, day, did you? I'll, I'll see. Yeah, I. It's like it's like seeing your ex, and you're just like, <laughs> "Oh, hey, um, <laughs> didn't expect to see you here." <laughs> um, your ex with your little no. brother. Just, I'll I'll start I'll start with the Rams. Kyron Williams might honestly, but me, I I think I was thinking about this literally on Sunday. He might be the best free agent pickup I've ever done in my entire fantasy career. Like I, the dude has been balling out. <laughs> he he's a baller, and so he will be my keeper because he was undrafted. And shout out, um, I think it was Lou that picked up Puka. And I was second in waiver wire, and I got Kyron. It's gonna go down in like the history books of fantasy waiver wire. Yeah, he was a good one. Um, so Rams, their favorite here, but then there's that man. There's that man on the other side of the field, his hair blowing in the wind, his charming beard. He's wearing (laughs) fifteen this time, (laughs) but like. You cannot just give me Joe Flacco and not expect me to not take him. Like I, I it sucks that it's the Browns. No, wait, wait. You're gonna give me the man that gave me the happiest day of my life. I, I like, I, I can't give me freaking Flacco, and you bet your mom I'm gonna bet Flacco over one and a half touchdowns. Like I'm. <laughs> I am, I'm so hyped to see this game. I can't believe he's, he's going to so be so tired. He's going to be so tired. He's, he's going to be so I love Flacco. I broke my heart to pick against him. But I just... That's so oh, man. Christian, I wish you could have made it to game day and had the Flacco elite meter out one last time. It would have been poetic justice. He was like literally in the news cycle during that time, too. So if you would have came out there... Sign up. Who, who's who and what is what? Because the thing it was, it would have been such coincident timing that they signed Flacco or like Flacco was on the way to <laughs> Cleveland. <that day. laughs> yes. You would have you would have been an elite, like everyone would have thought that you're like a hidden PR man for Joe Flacco and, and his like agency and whatever his agency is. But um so Damn, fun. that was actually a very passionate speech. Almost makes me regret packing, picking the Rams. Well, I'm glad you did, because I also, as nice as that was, would not feel comfortable with squad riding on the Joe Flacco Browns in 2023. <laughs> so thanks. I almost am. I almost am. Okay. <laughs> Primetime games before you have the chance to change your mind. Not, not going to lie, not the best couple of night games we've ever had, just if we're being honest. Not terrible. The first one, um, not great. Chiefs at Packers. Chiefs are six-point favorites in Lambeau. I'm going to let you guys go for Christian, you should probably lead us off here because Jalen and I, you know, the Packers are just one of these teams that – uh yeah, 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 I'll gladly go into this. I've said this past couple weeks. Christian, I I'm, swear to God. I'm not touching these Packers. I don't care. You are not dragging me back onto this train. I'm not doing this, Colby. This is this is right here, right here, the game where Jordan Love will look flat again and people will be like, oh, the guy sucks again. Like Possible. So in this minus six, I'm comfortable taking Chiefs by a touchdown here. I'm comfortable. We have kind of a pissed off Patty Mahomes, I will say. Um, he's been – he played – Pissed off. <laughs> What's he that People would be pissed off bad about Patty Mahomes. People have been talking bad about his name, about his team. Ooh. Everyone. Oh. You know, people. Freaking ESPN, dude. There it is. Certain individuals over there that uh especially the Fox Sport One guys. They're someone that reigns with Bacho. Um I, Oh well. That guy's a joke. Uh, Nacho's on his own atmosphere. We've discussed this in private. He's on his own atmosphere. We do love FS1. So first things first, Nick Wright and the boys. He, they love Mahomes. Uh, just saying. Okay, it's fine. 
just keep going with your point. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. No, you're good. That's funny. I just didn't I just didn't feel like a lot of people were trash talking Mahomes, but that's my bad. Ocho yeah. always says some crazy shit. Man. But yeah, give me Chiefs minus six. I'm not taking I'm not touching these packers. I'm not falling that trap. That little cheddar cheese trap. Thank you, Christian. Colby, go ahead. Get get go ahead. Say it. Go ahead. Go ahead and say what you, you want know, to say. I have totally understand, Christian. No hard feelings. I'm falling in the trap back into it, right back in. I'll take them plus the six. Six mouse to freaking cheese. Getting A six. mouse to cheese. Oh yeah. Dude, I got him. I'm sorry that I just want there to be like entertaining teams and like good quarterbacks. So I'm just rooting for like there's so many disgusting teams out there. The Packers have looked very good the last two games. That's the best they've ever looked against Detroit. He was throwing on a rope down the field. He's cut out the dumb picks the last couple weeks. Jordan Love finally. Um, I mean, I don't think they're gonna win. Let me just say that the Chiefs are much better. But six points, I'll take I'll take them to cover. I think they can cover, definitely, at home. Got the momentum going. And if they somehow win, they're on the money to get that uh, one of those wild card spots in the disgusting NFC. But uh, Colby, you know what, uh, what I just sent right there? A broom? Yes. You know what we use brooms for around, yeah. around where I'm from? Eliminating the Lakers from the Western Conference Finals? Close. That is a close second. Where I'm from, we use brooms to take away, take out the pests. Oh, okay. In this case, if you haven't heard of the infamous story of the clinic, you should go listen to it on uh, on IG. It's on there. Um, anyways, <laughs> I'm going to teach you why I'm a master of the broom when it comes to pesky rats like you, Colby. Um, I have to remind you of what Jordan Love is. And this is actually the game that Jordan Love has started out in. That's true. So, I don't think his mom's going to be up in the bleachers like she was last time, all the way up in the sky rafters. No, sir. She'll probably be in a decent spot this time. However, I call Thanksgiving fluke. I call it a fluke. Possible. It is possible. I'll give him a fluke. I'll give him a fluke. I gave him his respect. He did good. Don't get me wrong. But this is the Chiefs, folks. The Lions, we've already said, the Lions are acting a little erratic. They're going a little crazy on us. The Chiefs, though, they're, they're the same. They're almost like how I described the Eagles. They're playing the same brand of football. So, and my boy, Rasheed Rice, I got a lot of flack for having him on Fantasy. Christian, you said you found yourself a, a diamond. I did, too. And the man of Rasheed Rice, I just wish I knew when to start him properly with the rest of my team. So, Go ahead, put me down on for the Chiefs there. Uh, Colby, I hope you enjoy uh, solitude. I'm going uh, on a lot of limbs this week. It's a lot of 2v1s. Hey, I was a 2v1 or 2 this week as well. A lot of us, yeah. That's true. I like it. All right, fair enough. Make some decent points there, maybe. Last game, we can go quickly through this one because I got a feeling this is going to be a squad ride. Uh, Monday Night Football, the once corn balls, now just sad balls. The Bengals sat the Jags. Um, the Jags are eight and a half point favorites, and I would be willing to go up into the teens of spreads with the Jags in this game. I don't know if uh, you guys watch as much of the Steelers game as I did last week, but uh, Jake Browning is not uh, hes not the guy, I don't think. I don't know that he's going to strike fear into anyone's hearts. So, yeah, the Jags, I think, roll them. This is, this is sucks. Their Bengals are just cooked, obviously. They're going to probably get steamrolled. Well, I think Lou Amaruno will go out there and form a great game with his defense and call a good game. I think he's gonna give Trevor Lawrence a hard time. Nah, I, I don't. I don't really believe in that. Honestly, I, I'm actually gonna stand here and put a little faith into my Jaguars take. I mean, for God's sakes, I was the one that ushered it into existence. I should at least They're good, very good. It. I, I completely abandoned it and let it trial, let it go through its own journey. And just like some random protagonist guide characters, I'm just going to come back into the mix and make sure I can see if I can help guide them to the playoffs. As in that, give me the Jags. Uh, wait till Monday Night Football, because I'm starting Trevor Lawrence this week. God forbid. 
my joke about Luan Maruno, or because I can't even say his name right, comes back to bite me in the ass. Now you got it right. Luan Maruno. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Christian. Floor is yours. It's time. Lock this in. So we, I haven't been on since that Thursday night game. Yeah, we were recording during. Little did we know. That we was recorded it. during. And when we got off, something happened. All right, here's my here's my soapbox I'm gonna put out here. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Are you gonna go easy on him? Oh no, 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 no. When are we gonna start the discussion that Joe Burrow style of play is not in submission? <laughs> when are we gonna start this conversation? I think me and you started this conversation two weeks ago, sir. I, I think we did, Jalen. Yeah. Is is are the Bengals getting the contract worth out of Joe Burrow. Are we, can we start this discussion? Because it seems like no one else is bringing up this discussion. Not a single peep out of national media. It has disgusted me, infuriated with me, and I will stand for that. That's why I'm bringing this to this attention to this podcast, as I will be the voice of reasoning this is America. America needs a person behind of what truly should be said about the Cincinnati Bengals. They are clearly not getting what they are getting out of Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow will miss 14 games in his career so far. Ladies and gentlemen, I think he is considered injury prone. He has two season ending career injuries. What, where is this discussion not being brought about? The Bengals have fallen flat once again. They cannot get to a Super Bowl. Oh, wait, why? Because they've never won a Super Bowl rank. They're always going to be the little brother. They're always going to be the butt of Cincinnati, of the butt of Ohio. They simply cannot win the big games. And Joe Burrow, I'm sorry. He got a whittle, whittle arm little pull. Oh, no. Bro, okay. him up, boy. Lace him up, boy. Broke his hand. Oh wow! Oh wow! So wow! Dude, broke throw, hand. throw off your throw off your other no hand, dude. I, was, get... I had no problem with what you're saying until that. That, that you gotta I'm sorry. That. I'm just I'm just saying what Bengals fans have been saying about Lamar Jackson for the past two years. I'm just repeating. Apparently, I can't bring that up to conversation. Apparently, it is not justifiable for me to say that about Joe Burrow. It is simply just not, it's not acceptable to Bengals fans. Just look at their Twitter. You can pull up all the receipts of what happened when Tyler Huntley was outclassing Joe Burrow in the playoffs. And now we're talking about, oh, you know, if we had Joe Burrow, we would win this game. Oh, blah, blah, blah. That doesn't work here. It does not work when you are on the worst end of the stick. So the Cincinnati Bengals, good night. Your season's over. Prepare for Cancun. (laughs) And who knows? Joe Burrow might come back next year. Yeah, sure. But he'll get another season and the injury because he's injury prone. He's not going to get the contract worse out of him. He's simply, his style of play is not going to be submission up in this league. Joe Burrow will go down as a one-hit wonder. Thank you, and I rest my case. Give me the Jaguars minus eight and a half, easily. Wow. Beautiful. Beautiful. I I don't know that I completely agree with everything. I get where you're coming from on some of the stuff. Obviously, you're right. He has had more bad injuries than Lamar. I do think just part of it is just that his injuries are kind of like, have been like freak. That broken hand is like a freak injury. Like, I don't know that that, Makes him injury prone, but you have a point. I mean, a fair point. He's just, he'd say the same thing about some of what's happened to Lamar. So that part's fine. Yeah, obviously the Jags are going to win this game. The Bengals are they're very cooked. The only reason they even scored against Pittsburgh last week was because uh, Chase caught two tipped passes and broke off big runs on both their good drives. Also, before we go on, now that you brought that up, I completely forgot about that. What what are our thoughts with Deontay Johnson right now? Because that is. That's that a problem. That's a problem. That was a bad look. We'll see if he he apologized this week at the podium. So we'll see if he cleans it up. I mean, the part that frustrates me is like they they've still won the game. Like it's not like he didn't like he still made some plays that they needed him to make after that. 
So I give him some credit. I'm not too worried about it, but yeah, it wasn't great. Uh, Colby, the, the, the Steelers are gross. We're not talking about them right now. Yeah. All right, we're talking about the complete shit show that is the Bengals. Christian, well, that was a beautiful rant we're about, about the Bengals. Like they're they're they are the definition of today's generation. That is the fear <clears throat> that where they can't take anything. They can give it all out, but they can't cook in the kitchen. They they like like if they're if you can't handle heat, get out. Like it's simple as that. This is where the tough boys are at. We understand. We've gone through trial by fire. We're molded to that. I understand. Like I, like it sucks, but I'm not gonna be whipping and crying. I like what they're doing right now. Yeah, can't you can't you can't feel bad for him. Look at Josh Dobbs. I mean, um, look at the Vikings and Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs. Uh, the, the, the Vikings, the Vikings literally took a shotgun to the face and said, "All right, take another one," because they put Josh Dobbs out there. Yeah, and made him throw four interceptions well, in prime time. To be fair, the yeah. Vikings also get to play in the NFC, so you got a lot more margin for error over there. Um, but all right, we got. Uh, no, we don't. What do you mean? Let's see. Anyways, like Colby said, this timer is more balls. Anyways, I was going to just say, Christian, my only reason that they believe in him is, is it because of like, I don't know, quarterbacks like Carson Palmer and Andy Dalton giving them fake hope every time a decent quarterback lands there and gives them some sort of form of consistency. They just think, oh, my God, he can do it. He can be the one to save us. And, I mean, these are not the guys that I've compared Joe Burrow to before. My comparison to him, and it always will be, Andrew Luck at the moment. Right now, I see him Jaylen on the brought same that to my attention. I'm Luck. full on that train right now. I am that's full bad. on That's that possible. That's an interesting take. I never I heard that one. That's an interesting Joe take. Burrow retires here in four years. Jalen's going to yeah. look freaking like God with that take. That's yeah, and he'd have one thing higher than that. Joe. Than I don't Luck. think that's, that's completely crazy. Um, you would have one thing higher than luck too, and that is actually going to a Super Bowl. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, Christian, it hit off air last week. The do list, baby. Let's make it two in a yeah, row. Let's get let's get hot boys, and I'm feeling a little frisky with this one. This oh. one's a is a doozy. Oh, okay. So. I like it. That's because of the last two legs, and we're we're hitting off a mark right here. So first one, we're going Amaron St. Brown. I feel like this this Lions Saints game is gonna get a little sloppy. Give give Amaron the Lions a bounce back game, get him in the end zone. And then the next one, we're going to the game of the year. Mm. So I have to take someone in here. Like it's gonna be, I have feeling a shootout in a sense. Give me, give me the Mr. Primetime guy himself who just loves scoring on prime times. Give me George Kittle. Like I like he gotta he gotta, and then the last one, he's been he's been pl- not been playing the best honestly. And we're going to Monday, we're going to Sunday night actually, and we're going to uh, Taylor Swift's boyfriend, Travis Kelsey. He's always been he's probably the most reliable guy on the Dares Do list of all time. He will always he is he is always a king epitome. Like he had a, he had yard game, but he didn't have a touchdown, and he always scores on prime time as well. So this might be the first time two tight ends make the do theirs do list at the same time. So Amaron, Gre- George Kittle, Travis Kelsey, give that to me. I like that. What's the odds on that, real quick? Uh, Amaron's odds are not up yet, so I yeah, they're not up, it, but it should be juicy with George Kittle. All right, I like it. Very interesting. oh. Okay. Yeah, I like it too, but man, Kelsey on the list again. He's, he's the most reliable dude. I feel like every time I put on there, he's hit every single time. I don't think he's ever missed. <laughs> that is true. It's not like he's missed every time you called him up. So actually, my in the past the Mike Trout of the dudes list. He's the Mike Trout. Like in the past two years, you know when FanDuel sends out that yearly, like who have you most betted on? Travis Kelsey has been my most betted person ever since we started gambling. Like every single year, it's okay. like who's your most betted player? Travis Kelsey, because he's always reliable. Like I always trust him. <laughs> so you're gonna fly to Canton when he retires. You're gonna be there in person when he retires <laughs> to shake his hand. So much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm alive, Thank you, so. sir. He's, he's been he's he's on the Mount Rushmore of the Dare Dudes. I like it. He will be. All right, I respect that. 
All right, let's no see. blacklist entries, folks. I'm gonna say that right now. I am no black, no blacklist ones, no no potential blacklist ones. These Almiron, this is his first time appearance. I think this might be George's second. Not mistaken. Uh, I think Kittle has been on the list. Yes, and he got that one right when he was. I want to say he uh, might have popped. I don't know, one or two, maybe three touchdowns on that it was, game. It, it's definitely first time this season. I I, I think it was. I don't know the prime time game where he played the Cowboys and yes, he might yes. have scored. I don't know how many yeah, points. It was, it was last year's <laughs> Cowboys game. All right, yeah. no, that's good. All right, we got to start on the upset statements and uh and the locks here. We got like five minutes. I say the final one, but. Oh, we said we're starting with the good stuff. All right, all right. I see how it is. We're starting with the good stuff here, folks. Um, we got the upset, lots of statements and all that jazz. But this week, we're going to go ahead and give it first baton, even though I am in last place. That comes for – I'll go first for the locks, as always. Got to give me a handicap, you know. <laughs> um, and we'll go ahead and give it up to uh, – Colby, we'll give it to you. You, you don't okay. seem to believe in me sets so i want to see if you can I draw one up actually like a decent number of dogs this week um there's a couple i don't want to take like a tiny underdog because that feels like a cop out so give me flacco i'll take flacco and the browns upset in in los angeles give me right. give me the cardinals oh <laughs> You motherfucker. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, then. If I had to pick it up, did I even pick many upsets this week? It's a lot of pretty close uh, ones. I did pick one. I did pick a couple, actually. I did pick a couple, I think. Give me the Denver Broncos against the Houston Texans. Your guys is well-rounded and respected Texans. Give me the nasty disgusting despicable deceiving target programming using broncos bounty program any way you want to put it all right and for my statement game give me my garner Minshew mania colts still alive still giving your afc some problems might be turning into my new ankle biting team the event game give me the Niners two and a half on the national stage. That's a good statement. Um, all right, I'm gonna take uh give me the the Lions statement being just like, okay, we had a slip up, but we're still gonna thrash most of these NFC mid mid NFC teams. We're still gonna be a high seed right there at the end. Give me the Lions for my statement. Thank you for listening to the CJ JC show. Whenever you want more biased takes, go on over to our social media pages, Spotify, or wherever you can probably find a podcast, if we have it up. And if we do, thank you for following us on social media. And besides that, have a good one, y'all.